It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends for Newtown Toyota. 92.9 Triple M, Dead Set Legends, a Brit Taylor, Xavier Ellis, and we work with an absolute <laughs> half-wit. Last week we spent an hour not being able to get Mick's mic working. We've been speaking to Mick for the last 40 minutes, and then he ducked off to go to the toilet just then <laughs> as we've gone live. Good morning, Mick Barlow. Morning, Xavier. Morning, Brit. Where did uh, you, you go? Well, you got to go. You got to go. I've been here for three hours trying to get the audio working. Um, oh, I just went to check the cricket scores. The West Indies have had the same team for about fifteen years. Chris Gale, Fidel <laughs> Edwards, they just do not just keep turn going. them over. A really, they really look- weird one about Chris Gale. You know, when he was under the pump for saying, "Don't blush, baby." Oh yes, or whatever. You know, he got absolutely got railroaded oh. out of Australia. Mm. I defended Chris Gale, saying it wasn't appropriate, but let's be a bit. I yeah, agree. And I saw I defended him. Now, every now and then, Chris Gale likes my Instagram photos. Uh, yes. <laughs> and doesn't follow me or anything, yeah. but occasionally like, I'll wake up to Chris Gale having liked eight of my Instagram photos. He goes, photos I haven't forgotten. You were, you were there for me. It was crazy. I actually went into bed for him. It didn't, I, I, didn't, I don't know how he saw it. Wasn't that enormous? The don't blush baby. Don't blush baby. That went crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. Hey, Mick, how have you been, mate? You've had a good week? I've had a great week, Zave. Going all well, all's well. But this is a favourite time of the week. This is my best time of the week, and it's a big show ahead. So looking forward to getting the teeth right in it. Nat Five Two Hundred this weekend today in Launceston of all places. That's right. Wow. We're going to talk about Fifey up soon. Now, Britt, are the races going to be on or are they off? We absolutely got drowned. We're here in Subiaco as we speak. Hay Street was underwater. Belmont must be similar with the the river right there. We are racing. We couldn't be. I couldn't believe it because on Wednesday we did have to get called off. We know we've had these torrential rains come through. Subiaco was underwater. Underwater. We are. Underwater. crazy. Uh, But no, races are going ahead, but we're on a heavy track, so we'll be looking for swimmers. There you go. Look for swimmers today down at at Belmont. Now, of course, we've got a big, big day. Mickey the Masters, $600 up for grabs. We're going to talk about Fifey. Brit's best v the boys. Brit, you're in a uh, you're in a profitable. I'm not. That's uh, unfortunate for me. But uh, up next, we're going to drop into the Adelaide camp after a disappointing loss last night. Adelaide superstar Brody Smith's going to jump on the line. Mick, I believe you met him at a Bucks too, so uh, we won't mention that. But no, uh, leave that out. is that true? You met at the Bucks. Men of the Bucks, he's a good man, Brody, and uh, those Adelaide boys, they are quite loose, actually, they're loose, so we'll I'm, try and straighten him up a little bit, they're off the back of a disappointing result last night. Not a result Adelaide wanted last night, but Adelaide star Brody Smith's been good enough to jump on the line this morning. Good morning, Brody. Morning, guys, how are you going? Mate, disappointing result last night, but uh, did you leave the game with uh, any positives? Obviously, really, really young last night. Uh, yeah, not a lot of positives came out of it, to be honest. But, yeah, it was yep. very young. It was um, standing out in the middle of the ground before the game. I noticed that there was about 10 guys under 20 standing around me. So felt very old. But um, I guess that's something we can take out of it is that we're very inexperienced. And hopefully the young group can learn from that and we finish off the year well from now. Hey, how's Tom this morning after that heavy oh, collision? Because collision. I just winced watching that in the lounge room. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty scary. I was about 20 metres behind him and I saw it unfolding and I just thought, no, Tom, no, Tom, Tom. Oh. And then I actually stopped playing when he, when the hit occurred because I was in a bit of shock. But thankfully he's fine. So I just sat on him on the on the bus on the way to the airport and he's um, chatting away as normal and talking about his movies and everything he watched last night. So he's sweet. And Brody, mate, it has last night, we, we did mention, you know, it wasn't a great result, but the, the season as a whole, has been quite positive for the Adelaide Crows. The emergence of some youth, Tex Walker's playing some good football, some positional changes. What are some positives um, that you've taken out of this year to date? 
Yeah, it's been great. And I guess that's why last night was so disappointing. Mm. You know, Friday Night Lights and on the big stage and wanted to show, you know, our brand and, and what we've been doing this year. So I think our fight um, and our contest has been the standout. So as I said, we're a very young side. So for these guys to really crack into the contest and fight games out and had a couple of wins where we were five goals down, shows that we've got good character and we've, we've got the foundation. We just need to fix a few things up. And yeah, as I said last night, we didn't play anywhere near our brand of footy, but um, we've showed that, I guess that finals type footy we've played throughout the year and we just need to fix up our, our skill fundamentals around that. Now, Brody, I need you to um, clear some air for me. Now, there's a role in the AFL these days, which is the cushiest <sighs> role in the history of the game, where you jog down to the Gatorade bin, you grab a ball out, take one step out of the goal square, get a possession <laughs> for it. Now, last night you, you had some kick-ins. What, what, is the, what is the game plan behind kick-ins these days? Obviously, you've got one of the best legs in the team, so that's your role. But is your job to run out as far as you can and blast it? Or, or what's the instruction? Because every week you see the same guys sprint back, grab that ball and get the numbers. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So we've got a, a bit of a play where I can use that ground. So run out of the square and yep. and kick it long. But um, I'm not like the other guys where if they've got an option in the pocket, they just take a step out to get the stats. So I'm not quite as cheap as that. But um, What about the run out and I'm, handball? That's got me absolutely <laughs> tight. <laughs> I've actually I've done that a couple of times. It's not a bad one. And if you get it back, then you get two stats. So nice. um, I've copped a bit of heat from a few of my mates that wanted me to get a few more touches and I didn't take enough kickings or didn't leave the square. So I'm under the pump from those guys. Not under the pump from me, mate. No, Zave's very, very happy with you indeed. Now, if I've learned anything from these boys in here, it's that they always appreciated a Friday night game when oh, you got yeah. the few extra days. Uh, do you get to enjoy yourself for a couple of days? Yeah, well, thankfully we're playing on Sunday next week, so it's a nice little break. And, um, I can imagine what Mick Barlow would get up for yeah. on that break. So I think I'll do similar today, try and forget about last night and um, go and watch my mates play and, and have a few beers. It'll be good. That's why I was delisted twice. <laughs> <laughs> over the journey. Hey, we've got, we've got the queen of WA racing in here, Britt Taylor, and we know you've got a, a fancy for the nags and you've got a, a foot with a few um, ownerships. So... How's your stable travelling? Have you got any up and running that are going well? Uh, no, none that are going well. Um, <laughs> yep. Plenty that are in the paddock trying to figure out what's wrong with them. Um, on a nine-day break. <laughs> yeah, on the nine-day break. So They need a bit uh, longer than chosen, that. <laughs> yeah, Chosen Blonde's been my best, but um, she's doing plenty wrong as well. So went down to Oak Bank. I told all the boys to get on her, and she jumped $1. seventy and ended up running to the outside barrier, and the jockey had to jump off. So that's how oh, it Oh, no. That, that, in that, that area. Is... So, but, yeah, I'm a big fan of Brit. So if you've got any tips for me today, I'll send them through. Ah, uh, yes. Well, we are trying to uh, do that. Brit's best coming up a little bit later on. But all of Adelaide will be cheering Jamie Carr today as she looks to make it a 100 Metro oh, winner. So, yeah, I think Adelaide will be pretty proud today. Hey, bros, one last one from me. Talking about really, really slow racehorses. Matty Crouch, a favourite of mine. Uh, are we going to see him this year? Oh, his butt's the size of a horse as well. Big yeah. but, um, he's, uh, he's hopefully, I think he's about four weeks away, which unfortunately for him, he's been four weeks away about six times this year and just something else goes wrong. So he is looking good. He's got the boots on at training now. So hopefully, yeah, three, four weeks, we can see a bit of Matty before the year's out. And I can hear the announcer calling you onto the, the plane, so we'll let you go very soon, uh, Brody. But Matthew Nix, he's been uh, a really good addition to the Adelaide Crows uh, room. A bit of scuttlebutt floating around that he's going to extend his contract. Oh, I haven't heard that, but yeah, hopefully he does. I, I love Nixie. I think the way he goes about it, it's been great. And obviously, it's been a tough intro for him the last couple of years. Um, unfortunately, more losses than wins, but um, he keeps it really calm and um, keeps us focused on just playing our way and those sorts of things, so... 
Um, it's good that we don't walk into the game reviews um, with a tail between our legs, um, you know, thinking that we're going to get a whack. He's, he's pretty good with that sort of stuff. So could be pretty scary with some um, previous coaches that I had. I don't know what you're like, Mick, in a game review, but if you give it to the boys or not, but some can Nothing be pretty scary. If you heard Ross Lyon, he sounds exactly like yeah. him. And he just rolls Precisely. off Ross, Ross-isms. You're quite brilliant, Shane. Eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, bros, mate, thanks very much for jumping on this morning. Appreciate it after a tough loss. Uh, go watch your mates play footy, find a beer, and have a good weekend, mate. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends. The Newtown Toyota. Big, big weekend in football for Fremantle. Big, big weekend for this champion. Hill gets the football. Ballantyne the target. The little man jumps. Well done, Doherty. Five, brilliant. Stole the football. Can waltz in towards an open goal. Over the top to Barlow. Fremantle back in front. Now, of course, we did just do the quiz around the champion, the jewel of the Brownlow medalist, Nat Fife, but we thought it would be a very good opportunity to get a bit more purple into the show. Yes. <laughs> I think Mickey of... purposely has selected that little passage of play to yeah, uh, absolutely. play almost... out the audio. And we're not talking about Mick, the champion. We're talking about Fife. What, what? So we could, yes, have sh- yes. we could have cut that audio with about eight <laughs> seconds to go. But uh... He wanted to let it play. Mick, you yeah. had plenty of years alongside the Fremantle champ, Nat Fife, and it's probably a good opportunity. We don't really hear much from Fifey because he's got a big contract with Channel 7 and that sort of uh, excludes him from doing media anywhere in the world. But, uh, uh, mate, Fifey, you mate of yours? He is. He is. He's very good at saying no. I, I find it hard to say no. But whenever Luke Morfest, the media manager, would stroll over to Nathan at training or post-game, uh, the, it was pretty simple for Fifey. No, Luke. No, I'm not doing that. He so would just he say would, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sometimes he wouldn't even answer. He'd just walk off. No. Luke, you know the answer. <laughs> So he well, sounds you, like a prick. <laughs> he's not like that. No, he's not. He protects. He's he's very protective of his brand and, and building up. Um, you know what Nat Fife is, and, and very particular about what he goes into in terms of the media space. But he is the way I look at it. I've done a little bit of um, correspondence with some various media outlets throughout the week about Nathan, and he's Americanized aspects of Australian rules football for mine. The way individuals go about being an athlete in Australia, is a lot different to America. America, it's all about yourself. And it's creating your... a brand, isn't it, mm. over there? Yeah. He did yeah, thank so... Lexus before his missus when he won the brand <laughs> loan. Smart yes. man. He, yeah. he, he, he's a brand man. Yeah, he is. He thanked uh, Lexus and other commercial sponsors yeah. as well, Nathan. And Reese Conker. Mm. Now, a country boy, obviously. Um, mm. I know a few weeks ago, Zave was liking to doubt Tommy Hawkins and his sort of uh, yes. h- how country he I really was. He's another one of these. Is <laughs> is he a, a, a true trucky sort of boy? He is. I've been to Lake Grace with Nathan, Dave and Christine's house there in Lake Grace, next to the Morton's house. It's uh, all a bit of a fairy tale in Lake Grace. David, uh, Nathan's dad, now he is very country. They are a very country family to the point where you jump in the car, he takes you on a tour of the town of Lake Grace. Jeez, it'd be a short tour. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that, Dave, because it should be a short tour. <laughs> but Dave, Dave takes you in the car in idle, so he just idles around. Oh, town. Oh. <laughs> it sounds like a scene out of Farmer Wants a Wife. Yeah. It takes about an hour and a half to get around the town. Oh, this is where this this happened. I can't remember what happened in that place. Yeah, much, no, no. He is country to the point where when he's back home trucking and and herding sheep and doing all of that for the family, Christine will make him the cut lunch. Just to go oh, off in the in, okay. in, in the uh, glove box of the truck and away you go, Nathan. So. How good's that? Um, is he a horse man? I only ask because during the week I was watching a horse sale and it knocks down the auction and they say to Nat Fife from Perth. 
What? Could not. there be another Nat Fife in Perth? They'd be stiff, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> is no, it? it is, the horse was knocked five. down. Mm-hmm. What did well, what, yeah. what was what was the lineage of, of the horse, Brit? Is it? Oh, it, it really remember. depends. If it was expensive, it probably was. I think I think it was about thirty five thousand nah, from have memory. Been nah, nah. Unless oh, Bowers has got him into one. Maybe. Yeah, this, is, this is starting to make a bit of sense. I'll, I'll, I'll follow that up dig for that, you. We'll get that Look, up. Surely we'll there is not another week. Nat Fife in Perth. Mm. Yeah, well, good luck to Fife in the racing some... industry. We'll be good at that too, I guess. <laughs> there is some crazy fans out there. Maybe some someone's changed their name by default. Yeah. Maybe. Hey, uh, mate, I heard a bit of a topic yesterday kicking around. The best or the greatest Fremantle docker of all time, yourself excluded. Mm. Uh, I think it's a two-horse race pretty clearly. Um, Pav V Fifey. Mm. Spotlight's on you. Pick one. Don't oh, sit on the oh, fence. Don't give me oh, oh, pros and cons of either. Just pick one. McFarlane. Oh, baloney. <laughs> you, you're not pitching. You are not pitching that you won that trade with Hawthorne. Don't yeah. even start oh, that one. Trent Crowe. And who else they get? Hodge. Okay. Uh, yeah, we are pick one. Look, Fife or Pavlich? Fife. Oh, straight up, Fife. What, what, what did you love the most about Nat? I was probably – I relate to Nat in terms of an on-field aspect a lot more, just because of that midfield um, element of my game. So yep. I saw him up close and personal. Yes, I saw, saw Pav, and, and what Pav do, uh, does and, and did was amazing. But Fifey, I saw him right in his prime, in, in, his, in his sweet spot, and he's been a bit more relevant to me in that space. So I'm going with Nat Fife. Obviously, Matt, Matthew Pavlich, an absolute champion. No, no, as, as that, that's what I said. Don't, you don't butter up the other one. <laughs> so Fifey, so, our last one. I don't five. like comparing champions <laughs> yeah, and so, champions. You've got to pick the best. Nah. You've got, okay, so Black Caviar or Winks. No, I don't believe that. They're, they're both great. Someone has to be a winner. We don't all get premiership medals at I, the end of the year. Have you not lived in 2021? We we're give all out, winners. We, we're all winners. Everyone gets a medal. Right, last one. Fifey, obviously on one of the biggest contracts in the AFL. Generous guy. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, Triple hey, M dead set oh, legends. Oh, yeah. That is five, the 15 he minutes is, on five. He, he is. He's a brilliant. Hey, let me stay at Crown Towers for a whole week with him. That's right. You were his date for the Brownlow. Oh, I, I was, and oh. yeah, we've, just, we've just alluded to that. But um, I was his date, and he got surgery on the Tuesday, Brit, because he had had a broken leg. It really is when, fun when he yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, he had to stay in the hospital bed, shared shared unit with uh, four other patients while I was And you got the towers. I was in the penthouse at Crown Towers enjoying uh, the Brownlow medal that I never won. Uh, well, well done, Nat Five, 200 games. Hopefully we get another 100 out of him. He's beaten and bruised at the moment. Good luck to the Fremantle Dockers. No, I'm not saying good luck to Fremantle Dockers. Hey. They're playing Hawthorne. Go <laughs> the Mighty Hawks. Tap Touch. The race starts when the bet's on. Tap Touch. Better your bet. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858. <laughs> Sending you into the weekend with a winner in your hand. This is Brit's Best. All right, Brit, this is the moment now. We were all a little bit off last week. Mm-hmm. We are doing this, of course, for Lifeline. We uh, have a bet each week. Brit, you represent the girls in here, so mm-hmm. you're one out. Mm-hmm. And um, we represent the boys who aren't going overly flush at the moment. Having said that, we haven't had a collect mm. on the boys' side. But, Brit, you are well and truly in the positive. Well, we got off to a really good start. And the last two weeks, I just haven't been on the ball. Now, 
I you've think gone away from you've, been, the, you've gone away from the family camp, which has made me a little bit upset. Yeah, and no, I think the biggest problem is probably Leachy because he's been uh, tweeting yes. out the last two yeah. weeks. He's tweeted out the selections, and they haven't got up. So we're banning the Twitter. Excuse me. Uh, feed Triple M Twitter's today. done today. That's done. Yeah, that's right. If you're listening now, this is a this little is unique experience. This is for the loyal listeners. That's it. Experience. Or the podcast yeah. listeners. Yes, this right. is for them. This is Brit's for us. Be- Brit's best has got the stumbles, but also Brit's got the stumbles from her, <laughs> I her, her, her to... experience last week at Belmore. That was something, oh, Brit. Mate, you were so lucky not to lose your teeth. If you haven't seen it, we uh, th- is that up on our socials? Sorry, Leachy? Uh, we'll let me, we'll if, if not, I'll push we'll it out. We'll put it up on yeah, the yeah. socials. Now, Brit, we're going to return to uh, the winning stable today. What are we doing? All right, we are going back inside our stable. This is what I like, Mick, the inside work. Now, we have yeah. four runners today, all okay. of which I think are reasonably good each way chances. Now, you know you're not going to get all four home. Now, Why not? Oh, my brother and I are at loggerheads here. Dad sat on the fence. He couldn't pick the best of the four. Okay. My brother has gone something different to what I have. Right. So it's going to be a so little we, bit of family we'll take, so we'll take that one on a side note too. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going $25 on race three, number one, OBH. You'll remember he's oh, a horse that's yeah. been yes. good to us in the past. And another one that's been good to us in the past at bigger odds is race nine, number one, Black Shadow. So uh, they're both around, I think, Shadow's 390, Obi's 360, I think mm. we got. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they're... So 25, race three, number one, OBH. Yeah, both horses proven on wet going. Obi oh, very much likes the sting oh, out. Oh, licking the their lips. Shadow, a heavy track slot. winner. Tongue tie off today. <laughs> Time to lick up that swap. Now, for us, Mick, I've got a certain winner for us. Now, don't worry about that, Brit. Yeah, We're going to join the party this week. Looking forward to it. We're heading down to Fremantle. We're going to be having money on Hawthorne and Fifey to have under 25. <laughs> oh, you're a freak. <laughs> really spoil his day. <laughs> no, no, we're not doing no, we that. We wouldn't do that. Uh, we're going Tom Mitchell Most Disposals down at, uh, down at Tasmania. I think it's Utah Stadium these days, it, University it of Tasmania. Mm. Uh, so Tom Mitchell to have a bit of a field day into Cam Guthrie in the next game to have over 30 disposals. That gets us $3.57. We times that by 50. Mick, put it in the bank account already, $178.50. Bang. Mm. Good. And then we'll just be clawing our way back to that uh, even mark and chasing down Britt. That's yeah. She's right. got the stumbles. She's got the wobbles. That's but right. she'll be back on track today. I think we're both in line for a good win today. Now, right. I, I don't like going off cuff here. Now, I did get a text message from oh, no. a former teammate of mine. <laughs> now, it does it does sit in quite well here because we spoke about Jamie Carr mm-hmm. going for a 100th win. Yes. She's riding my friend's horse, Deep Speed, mm-hmm. in the second race uh, in Melbourne today. And Campbell Brown reckons that's a reasonable shout. Race so. two, number four, mm-hmm. Deep Speed, Ka- Jamie Carr, Tony and Calvin McAvoy. That'd be an appropriate combination to make it 100. It absolutely flies, uh, Mick. And Campbell is uh, he's into his horses and he can get quite excited. And he's right, right now he's got four broken ribs. Dave. And you know how it is when you get excited and you've got yeah. sore ribs. Oh. So he could be uh, very jubilant and in a lot of pain at the same time. He cried. Weekend Hustler was he his cried. favourite really? horse. He's cried over Weekend Hustler. Like cr- bawled his eyes oh. out on a, on, a, um, on a team bus heading to a game. Hey, they can have that effect on you. It, well, I don't even think it won. I don't know whether it was a good effect or a bad effect. He, would, he wouldn't have cried at the, the birth of his children. No, no, I don't know or anything. Oh, I'm staying out of this conversation. And racing, racing and birth of children. No. You're listening to Triple M Dead Set Legend. All the O. got me again. Uh, Triple M Dead Set Legend. That was Brit's best for Tap Touch. Now, I'll tell you what I do like to do is register my interest in what is happening around Perth this weekend, the sporting landscape. Now, Brit, I'm going to come to you First, because you're going to highlight a couple of big events happening in well, four Australian mm. 
women in sport, and they are dead set massive. Absolutely, they are. It's quite incredible. This morning's front page of the Herald Sun, when you look at it, it has a picture of Ash Barty alongside Jamie Carr. Yeah. Two women who are potentially going to, you know, create a little bit of history today. Jamie Carr looking to get 100 Metro winners. No jockey's done that in Victoria. No and jockey's ever done that. Not even mm. male. So, so it's yes. huge. Yes, so uh, Damien Oliver or a Craig no. Williams, none of them have ever done it. Not so Jamie 100. Carr is leading the way. Absolutely. Um, I actually saw a photo of Jamie Carr um, and it was a dress-up day at a primary school and mm. a little girl was dressed up yep. as... Jamie Carr, that must be brilliant to see for, for you who's in the racing industry. Oh, it's so great that, you know, little girls then have mm. their idols. That's the same with the AFLW mm. and everything. It has its critics. But, you know, the fact that little girls can look up to their idols and, and what Jamie's doing is just crazy. When you, when you think back to the fact that once upon a time the girls weren't allowed to ride in the races, uh, it's, it's well, pretty unique that, that, you know, they play on a level playing field. There's no advantage to women no, no. in racing. Are you saying, what was Michelle Payne's quote post-Melbourne Cup? The uh, girls just, they, they say girls aren't strong aren't enough, strong but we enough. just beat well, the world. There you go, yeah. And, of course, Ash Barty, Abs- what time tonight? Nine o'clock tonight. Cannot wait for that. Nine o'clock, like 9.30 is my bedtime, but I'm going to make an exception tonight and no, uh, stay on. up late, you, I think, to watch. Jamie Carr. Campbell Brown's got a horse racing today. Mm-hmm. And Jamie Carr's on it in race two or oh. three. Will that be it, Dave? So Will, could that be, Will it? it be the one? Could mm. be the one. Mick, what do you got for us? Hey, I've got the Euros. So Monday oh. morning, the Euros will come to the end. It is Italy versus England. Is it, it coming home, Mick? Um, I kind of hope it isn't. Yeah, same. same. <laughs> I hope, so I hope I, to mate. spoil it. It's one of those, yeah, English people. They've, they've been miserable about this for years and years. So maybe it's not coming home. We I think they're it. donating most of their cut to charity or yeah. something. Like, they've really got the people on side. Who, the English well, lads? Yes. Oh, well, they've got plenty. Yeah. They <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so actually, do you, but you're not donating it. I'm, I'm actually, baloney, I'm here for free this morning. Actually, <laughs> I'll, I'll, donate, I'll donate my last week's invoice because they, they ticked off on my invoice last week. Yeah. <laughs> they were ticked off on mine and I was actually here. Uh, another one. It, it's a really uh, female fest this morning because the mm. girls, of course, West Coast Fever, I've been following closely, lost their first game oh, by a point. Oh. And, uh, I, I think they threw it. Um, mm. I think they wanted to get rid of the pressure <laughs> of an undefeated season early. But they've got Sunshine Coast Lightning uh, mm. tonight, who are second on the ladder, 6 o'clock at RAC Arena. So do get your tickets there, of course, support. Uh, our netballers, who are going tremendous this Fly. year, obviously on the back foot. Uh, and plenty more happening around Perth. And, of course, and I will just quickly touch on it, as I said, a real female flavour with some massive sporting events, the Waffle uh, the Waffle W. Grand final is tomorrow down in Mandra. So, mm. a big weekend of sport. This motorsport update is brought to you by Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. As we do on Triple M, we love our motorsport. And, of course, if you do love a podcast, grab Rusty's Garage on the listener app. Good morning, Rusty. How are you, mate? Morning, Legends. How are we? Oh, well, I'm going okay, but we've had a massive, massive blow. Of course, the uh, Grand Prix and the MotoGP all cancelled for a second year in a row. Absolutely gutted. It's uh, hard to watch. I mean, 12 months ago uh, or more now, I was there when the big press conference happened in Albert yeah. Park on the mm. Friday uh, before an F1 car even even hit the track there. So were 50,000 people. Yeah, mate. I mean, it's crazy to think that mm. um, you know, two years now we're we're missing out on and the MotoGP, as you as you point out, not for lack of trying by the organisers there. They they tried every kind of option from uh, bubbles that would protect the sport from everyone else. That it would even mean people like myself in the media uh, wouldn't have been able to have um, direct access to them and so on. 
uh, but they just couldn't find a way with, with you know, quarantine requirements um, at a busy end of both championships. So it's hard to watch, guys, because you look at the massive crowds in Austria, mm. I think it was something like, you know, 130-odd mm. thousand. We've just got to get ourselves, I guess, to a point where we're, you know, got the vaccination rates up and we're safe enough to have uh, big events because we don't want to miss out on big events like this. I also, remember when uh, it was cancelled last year. That was the moment where I started going, oh, this COVID business is stuff. pretty serious Yeah, no, here. I remember that. And the gates waiting to come in. Yeah, and, yeah, it was just crazy. Hey, Rusty, Max Verstappen smashed it again in Austria last weekend. Uh, Red Bull looking like favourites to win the F1 title? Brit, 32-point lead for him in the Drivers' oh. Championship. Oh. So, I mean, I can't recall, I don't know about you, I can't recall the last time Lewis Hamilton wasn't in the kind of commanding mm. points position in the F1 Drivers' Championship. So most of the fans that have been polled on this say, yep, absolutely, momentum is with Red Bull and with Max, uh, Max Verstappen. The kind of only caveat, I would, I would say, is that Mercedes have such a strong engineer, uh, engineering team and they know what it takes to win so we're, we're in for a cracker second half of the season, I reckon, based on that. And great work, good hustle by Daniel Ricciardo last week off the back of a, a kind of difficult qualifying to get back in the top 10. A little bit of sugar for him. That's good. Perfect, Rusty. Yeah, so he finished seventh last week. I think he's fifth with a couple of laps to go. Is this a good sign for Daniel? He's starting to build some form. And his teammate was going okay too. Yeah, oh. what can we expect out of him uh, for the rest of the season? I think continued learning is, is what I, I would say and hope, hopefully at the point where he can start to match regularly Lando Norris and challenge the podiums like Lando is doing. So it's just, as we've talked about a couple of times on the show, taken a little while to unlock the very peculiar or very particular style needed with this car mm. and, and Lando knows what that takes. Absolutely, mate. Now, last one from us. Uh... We've done a bit of a COVID update today and we've ducked and weaved the, in the supercars, of course, back-to-back events in Townsville. Yep, really cool idea. Good decision by those guys, um, given the dramas that are happening in New South Wales. And there's a good, there's good support. You know, as you guys know, when it comes to Tavala Gallo or Wanneroo, there's, there's good support for it when it goes to some of these other constituencies like Far North Queensland. So mm. uh, back-to-back events. And they're doing something a little different. With, with Formula One in Austria, you had two GPs same format, just a week apart. Here, they've got two 250-kilometre races this weekend, so a little mm. bit of an endurance flavour about it. Yeah. Next weekend, it's a super sprint format. So Davey Reynolds, fastest in practice one. Shane Van Gisbergen was the man at the end of Friday practice, qualifying and race one to come today. Dave Reynolds, I've heard him do a few interviews. He's a loose cannon. I absolutely love him, mate. Rusty, of course, we can grab your podcast, Rusty's Garage on the Listener app. Thanks very much for joining us again, mate. Always good to catch up, guys. And I work with him in a broadcast sense, and it is loose. <laughs> He's a good fella, David Reynolds, let me tell you. It's, it's like working know. in here. Yeah, it's yes. like working with Brit, mate. Thank you very much, Rusty. Be in touch. Cheers. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Get a $700 trade-in on selected water heaters when you purchase a new Solar Heart hot water system. A quick score at the cricket. Five for one, three, four. The Windies, they're starting to smack them around Andre Russell. Nick, I start to worry when you go away from the script. Nah, just having a watch. Andre Russell, bang, bang, bang. He's going well, but hey, we've you got, got told Dan to keep Tumala. this quick, by the way. That was the last Dan. thing you got told. Now you're giving us a cricket report. <laughs> uh, line and link. Dan from Joondalup, welcome to Mickey the Master. Good morning. 
Are you excited? Uh, Six hundred dollars. Oh, up look, I'm, 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 I'm nervous. So let's get a fight or flight. No, like uh, West Coast, Fremantle, other sixteen sides in the comp. Who do you, who do you support? Uh, Man Hawthorne. Oh yes, Dan. Imagine I'm good us. at getting these to go off when someone's a Hawthorne supporter. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> reason. Okay, okay, Dan. Let's get moving. Okay, it's a themed quiz today, Dan. A themed quiz. You'll hopefully pick up on the theme uh, after question one. Which Fremantle docker? Plays game 200 today. Matt Fife. Oh, there he Bangs. goes. All right. Okay, the theme Here's the theme. Is exposed. There you go. Question two. What is Nat Fife's hometown, or where is Nat Fife's hometown? They is from Lake Grace. Well done, yep. That's see, two from two. See how educated our fellow Hawthorne supporters are. Yeah. They are very educated. They are good. It's a good country, Lake Grace. Three more to go. <laughs> If you ever want to go on a tour, um, that five will take you. I'm going, to talk, I'm going to ask you about that after Mickey the Master, actually. I want to yeah, do a bit I'll, of a dive I'll, into good, that. Good that question. Five. Good question. Hey, from which waffle club was Nat Fife drafted? Nat Fife Waffle Club was mm. from. I'm going to go to Mickey. No, nah, Mickey's out because he knows the answers. It's so, Brit or so myself. You can go, yeah. So, uh, just come off on, the top. Dave. Hello, Hawk. You're yeah, okay. You're just waiting for mate. I know the answer here, mate. I know it. Because I'm, I'm a Claremont supporter. Nat Fife was drafted out of a Claremont football club. Dan, are you happy with Xavier's answer? Uh, yes, you want to be happy yeah. with his answer. <laughs> okay, yeah, Dan, I'm, I'm happy now. Come yeah, on, Dan, do it. Do it. Just take the answer. Leachy? Beautiful. That's three from three. You've used Mickey's mate now, so you are on your own for the next two questions. Couldn't get a game in the first eight end of the Six hundred bucks. By the way, when he was uh, going through school, Nat, but he's uh, come a long way. Okay, <clears throat> Nat Five now wears number seven. Dan, what number Ooh. for Fremantle did he wear prior to changing to number seven? I'll give you multiple choice. Okay, Ooh. was it number three? Was it number thirteen? Or was it number 23? Oh, yeah, I know this. Had a three uh, in it. Gee, I know oh, this. 23. 23. Uh, lock that in there, Dan the man. Mm -hmm. uh, Dan, yeah, three, 13 or 23? Are you confident with 23? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Leachy, is it 23? Oh, oh. Dan. Dan O, so bad luck. It's, it's 13, correct. Chris Main would be just spitting chips with all the <laughs> hard work he did in 23. But, Dan, hey, great effort. Uh, you got through three questions, left two in the bag. But enjoy your Saturday. What are you up to? I'm just about to walk in and do a quote. Oh, oh, what are you quoting on? I'm a patio man with Wanneroo Patios. Oh, there you go. Wanneroo Patios. Give yourself a uh, – if you do need a patio, hit up Dan from Wanneroo Patios. Quickly, Mick, last question. And uh, make sure you add 600 to the invoice because you missed out on 600. <laughs> yeah. uh, the final question, uh, Dano, was Nat Fife won the Brownlow in 2015. Who was his date? I'm going to talk to you about that after the after yeah, we'll, got hey, in. We'll divulge, divulge that. Dan is gone, I think. Is Dan's anyway, gone. Dan's gone, mate. He's hung Nat, up. He cost him 600 with it? that answer. Who was it, was it, Britt? It was you. It was, yes. Red carpet looked good as well. Did you? You, you look like an absolute <laughs> fool's head. <laughs> It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends. The Newtown Toyota.